and welcome to another episode of the Dutch Angle Chronicles podcast. I am your host, Samantha De La Heron. You can call me Sam. And this episode is about when books become movies. It happens quite a lot and we're going to get right into it. Some topics we'll be discussing is the favorite books that have been turned into movies that I haven't read. Some of my favorites that I have read that have been turned into movies six options for turning books into movies, the highest grossing book adaptations, and that's gonna do it for this episode. So let's get right into it. So starting off with some of my favorite movies that were based on books. These ones I have not read, but I do love these movies, so I figured they were worth mentioning. Number one would be The Invisible Man. It's by H.G. Wells, and I absolutely loved that movie, and I really, really want to read the book now because it just seems like such a good, it's a good story, and to have that in a book, I feel like I would be thrilled by it, so that is on my to-read list. The next one is The Godfather. It was written by Mario Puzzo. I believe that's how you say it. Wait, let me try that again. Mario Puzzo. (laughs) He wrote The Godfather. I absolutely love The Godfather movie. It is a classic, obviously. And I don't know if I would want to read it. It, Like, the movie is so long. The book doesn't seem to be too crazy long. I've seen the book in person. Um, I haven't read it, but I don't think I am going to, like, looked into reading it. That's just me. The next one is The Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien. My husband started reading The Hobbit and um, I haven't read them, but I love the movies and I know some people don't like the movies that have read the books, so that's, you know, that's everyone to their own opinion, but I like the movies. I think they're funny, and they're cute, and they're adventurous, and there's a lot of brother, like, bro love in there, bromance. There's a lot of bromance in those movies, and, um, yeah, I think they're great. Uh, No Country for Old Men by Cormac McCarthy. That is an outstanding movie. I love it so much, and it's just so wild and crazy, and I might read that book because the movie was so interesting to me, so I might look into reading it. The last one would be Room, written by Emma Donahue. I absolutely loved the movie, and Brie Larson was so good in it, and it was just such a, like, interesting and captivating story, and I might look into reading that one because the movie was so well done. Now let's move on to some of my favorites that I have read. The first one would be One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest by Ken Kesey. I read this book in high school and um, I liked it a lot and the movie was okay, but um, it is something that I read and that was turned into a movie, so I thought I'd add it to the list. Um, Another one is The Outsiders by S.E. Hinton. I have read the book and watched the movie, and both were outstanding. I love both of them. I think I like the book a little bit more, but that's just me. Let me know what you guys think. Don't judge me for this next one. It's the Twilight series. I know the movies aren't very cinematic, and it's not even good writing when it was turned into a screenplay, but... I still, <laughs> I still like it. Like, I was in the right age when they started coming out, so I think it's just ingrained in my, like, brain. 
that I need to love them. <laughs> so don't judge me. I know a lot of people hate them, but um, I can see why too. Like, don't get me wrong. I can see why I should hate it, but um, I don't. So there we go. Moving on. The Giver is my last one by Lois Lowry. And The Giver... Um, a lot of people I noticed in online and stuff, they don't like the movie adaptation of The Giver. I just rewatched it, I think, yesterday. Or was that two days ago? Two days ago. I rewatched it two days ago. And um, I still like it. I know a lot of things were changed from what was written in the book. Um, but the ending is basically 100% the same. So that's why I'm like, well, whatever. I think it, it, I think it was good. And I recommend both the book and the movie, so there you go. Moving on to how books actually get turned into movies. I found six options of how they get turned into a movie that um, made kind of more sense to me than different ways. So the first one would be um, you could adapt the book into a screenplay. And rewriting the book's major plot points into a screenplay will make it so that you could sell the script itself and more people will probably want to buy your book afterwards. Um, none of these are guaranteed to be made into a movie, of course, but this is just some ways that it does happen. The next one would be getting the book to rank in the top 1% of Amazon books. It gets the attention of agents and producers who they then reach out to the author. So. A lot of books have been turned into movies or TV shows this way. Not a lot, but like some. And it is rare, but it does happen. So there's another way. Um, another one, it's through publishing agents. Most of them have book-to-film contracts who set up meetings between the authors and the agents. And that gets it, the ball rolling to get the book turned into a screenplay and therefore made. The fifth one is... I'm sorry, the fourth one is through film agents. Authors who send agents their book can sometimes get an option because sometimes agents will read it or their assistants will and then they'll get optioned and I'll explain what optioning is in a second. Another one is through movie pitches. If they make their short, if they make their book into short pitches, um, it'll make the idea more clear and that would give uh, the movie makers, if you will, um, more incentive to buy the idea and actually make the movie. And the sixth one is getting optioned. So this means that someone is interested in turning the book into a movie, but it isn't guaranteed, like all of these aren't guaranteed, but they're just like, oh, I like this, we're gonna pay you a small amount right now to get, that's called getting optioned. And then after that, they can look into further payment and making the movie, and that's how books get turned into movies. So now let's go to the highest grossing book adaptations. So number one on the list is Jurassic World. came out in 2015, and it made $1.67 billion worldwide at the box office. I liked that movie, Jurassic World. I thought they were really cool. I love Chris Pratt, so obviously <laughs> I thought it was going to be awesome. And I really liked the idea of that crazy mixture of animals with that dinosaur. And it just goes to show that all the plots of the Jurassic movies, like in the franchise, are the same plot. <laughs> so I think it's pretty funny. But they made it interesting. So I think that's why it's the, one of the highest grossing book adaptations. Or it is the highest grossing, excuse me. 
The second highest grossing is Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. It came out in 2011, and at the box office worldwide, it grossed $1.34 billion. I think it made this much because it was the last Harry Potter movie, um, you know, out of the series, like, Crimes of Grindelwald and whatnot, Fantastic Beasts aside. These were the last Harry Potter movies in that, like, series. So, I think that's why it made so much money, and, um, I personally didn't go see it in the theater, I don't think, but, um, I've watched all of them, <laughs> and I haven't read the books, um, but I do, I like it, so yeah <laughs> the third one is jurassic world the fallen kingdom and that's the second jurassic world movie that came out in 2018 and it boxed it grossed 1.31 billion dollars worldwide at the box office so just goes to show that big blockbuster movies kind of seem to um captivate all audiences and i think that's why they make the most money but other, like, movies, like, um, horror movies and whatnot won't really give you as much money because not a lot of people, like, the mass population can go watch it. So, I think that's why those gross the most and those are the highest grossing book adaptations in the world. The next one is the worst book adaptations, and this is according to me and, um, the website Screen Rant. I found this article. And that's what I'm basing these three um, worst ones off of. Number one for me, <laughs> the absolute worst, is A Wrinkle in Time uh, from, 20, from 2016. Oh my god, it was the worst movie like ever. I, I don't know, I know I have said before that Hobbs and Shaw is like the worst movie I've ever seen. It might tie with A Wrinkle in Time for the worst because it was so bad, like... I wanted to like it so much. I have not read the book, but I absolutely hated the movie. It made no sense. It was resolved super quickly, and it just was not good. Like, the writing was okay, and I think that mostly had to do with the book, I'm guessing, but, like, the, the adaptation itself was just not good. It made no sense to me and my husband, so I would not recommend that one. Let me know what you thought of A Wrinkle in Time, or if you have no idea what I'm talking about, then just steer clear of it and you'll be good. The next one is The Dark Tower came out in 2017. Um, this The movie was okay, don't get me wrong, but I just hated how he kept repeating that one line over and over again. It was like something by the hand of the father or something like that. It just was so distracting. He must have said it like 20 times and it was like, why? <laughs> like you could have said it once at the beginning and then once at the climax when it really actually mattered and the movie would have been like 20 times better. But that just ruined it for me and um, yeah, it wasn't that great. So, you know, I have not read the book, but there you have it. And the third one that I think is the worst book adaptation would be Percy Jackson, The Lightning Thief. That came out in 2013. I have not read the book. I'm sure the book is great. Um, but I just didn't really like the movie. It's just kind of cheesy and I feel like they could have done a better job. I know, like, I don't know. For the time it came out, 
2013, they could have done a lot more with it, and I feel like they didn't try hard enough <laughs> to make it into what it could have been. And yeah, that just about wraps up my thoughts on books becoming movies. Now let's move on to everyone's favorite segment, this week in film history. So I am recording this March 7th, uh, 2021, and this week in film history, on March 8th, 1996, Fargo, directed and written by Joel and Ethan Cohen, starring Frances McDormand, William H. Macy, and Steve Buscemi, was released in the U.S. And on March 9th, 1996, Darshil Safari, the youngest Indian actor to win Filmfare Award for Best Performance, was born in Mumbai, India. So there you have it. That was everyone's favorite segment. This week in film history. Alright, you guys, that just about wraps up this episode of the Dutch Ingle Chronicles podcast. I know this one was a little shorter than usual, but I have a lot of stuff going on right now. I recently injured my shoulder, so there's that, and I've just been kind of out of it and all over the place, so I apologize. But hopefully, we'll be back to normal in the next episode, and it'll be longer. I'm thinking of having a surprise guest, so stay tuned. Alright, now for my question. What book do you wish would be turned into a movie? That is a big question. I would choose um, either Speak or The Catalyst. I apologize, I forgot who those were written by. Um, but those would be, those are a fan, those are fantastic books. I love them so much. I've reread them so many times that the spines are broken on both of them. And, um, yeah, I just think they would be really amazing, dramatic indie films. So maybe I'll make those one day. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Why don't you guys subscribe to this podcast? Keep tuning in. I really love doing this. And I hope you leave me a review on Apple Podcasts because... It really does help to have any kind of review be honest you don't have to say something positive but that would really be nice so there we go um you can contact us at twitter and instagram at da chronicles pod all together all one word all lowercase and you can email us at dutch chronicles at gmail.com you can listen to us on apple podcasts spotify and wherever you get your podcasts i hope you guys have an awesome day and stay positive out there and i will see you guys on the next one have a good time bye